Hello, and welcome to Avios Journey Podcast. My name is Anthony Pika. This show, this show continues to be a place to start and grow your voiceover business and sidestep all the crazy things <laughs> that I seem to step on. It is, what day is today? Today's Monday, May 8th. Great to talk to you. I am recording on my brand new uh, Manly Silver reference microphone. So thrilled to be um, just sharing that with you. And uh, while I re- <laughs> while I talk to you about today's topic. And today's topic uh, is you know, diving in, I think, on something so vital to our success, and that is booking more jobs through archetypes. And I'm going to talk to you about this, how you can book more voiceover work by just uh, working on your voice acting archetypes, okay? Let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right. So, real quick, if you haven't had a chance to check out Avio's Journey Elite Academy, you should. Actually, if you haven't had a chance recently to go check out Avio's Journey, the website, you should check it out because I am... Basically, spent um, you know about a couple of uh, a week or two weeks redoing, kind of refacing the website, and you know you getting an opportunity to see that. Uh, tell me what you think. Uh, I'd appreciate it. I think it looks so much better. Uh, you know, it's funny because if if for how long you guys have followed me, you know, I've had a VO's journey, you know, for for years and years now, and I, I, I the website itself has you know always been the backbone of, you know, it's of, of, of Vio's journey, but you know, it's kind of, it's kind of been one of those things where I've been like, oh, well, you know, we need a rate card or we need a rate guide. We need, you know, my podcast needs to be up there. We need tongue twisters. We need references to this and that we need a, 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 an equipment store. We need a place for my courses. We, you know, like it's, it's always been a hodgepodge. And if you guys remember the front page for the longest time really was like a, just a big landing page for courses. You know, you'd go there and it was just like all my courses were on the front page. And then I was like, no, nah, I don't want all of them there. We, what about the elite Academy? And then like it, it just it, it it just went from one thing to the other and and there wasn't a, a lot of cohesiveness so i'm really excited to say that that's i feel like that's changed the website is just so much more unified uh really looks wonderful and it ties in very well i think with academy voices too you know that's a big uh you know a big push that i'm really working on too academy voices bringing voiceover work you know to our voice actors so, you know, I'm really excited about the look of everything. Now, I still got a lot of work to do on the site, but I think that that gives a good, you know, just a good uh, view of of where I am with design right now. And the the it's it's just clean, you know, it looks good. And like, for example, you know, it's funny, even, even checkout, even the checkouts, they're all like different, you know, like everything was just different. Imagery was different. There wasn't any like really co again, no, not a lot of cohesiveness. So I've really tried to bring that. Like I said, there's still a lot more to do, but the main system pages, most, you know, like the offers, all the things on there uh, are a lot more cohesive. So I'm really excited about, about that. 
All right. So anyways, thank you for indulging me on those uh, <laughs> few couple of comments. What I wanted to talk to you today about, um, you know, which I've chatted about, I chatted about a little earlier in a video I made and as well as the um, coffee talk this morning and uh, in our flashback series, you know, and that's all about this idea of, you know, as actors, we have um, the challenge of bringing out characters, bringing out real uh, emotions in certain moments, bringing out performances from words on a page, a couple of directions. And how do we do this in a manner in which is you know, lively and effective and uh, relatable. You know, how do we go about doing that in a fast, timely manner? You know, as a as a stage actor uh, and even somewhat of a, a TV actor, but more as a stage actor, too, you know, you get you get time to really go in depth Right. And experience, you know, I talked a little bit about method acting and the idea behind method acting is, you know, is it it's it's a method in which an actor seeks truth right through self-awareness and that self-awareness comes through, um, you know, practice and, and actions over time you know, uh, of getting to know yourself better, but putting yourself in situations where you get to discover things about yourself. And then from that, you can in turn put that into your performance. Well, as voice actors, we don't have that time. (laughs) We don't have that time at all. And the perfect example of this is for people who really struggle with auditioning and, and getting better at auditioning, getting work through auditioning, or people just getting jobs in general. And then when you get a job, having to perform on the spot. I mean, that's what voiceover is, right? It's us having to perform on the spot. And it's not improv, right? Because we actually have a script with directions. And, you know, that it's not improvisation. Even though there is a, like most of us who have not really built these archetypes, which I'm going to talk about, use improvisation to improvise emotion, right? We don't improvise the words, we don't improvise the setting or what we're doing, but we improvise emotion. And that can be challenging for a couple of reasons. One, you may not be very good at improvisation. Two, you may not have built a base to draw from, which is what we're, which is what leads us into archetypes, right? That that's the challenge with relying on improvisation uh, of emotion on the spot. That's, that's hard. So this idea with building archetypes, you know, it's kind of a, 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 an old word that's been around for a long time that I, I feel like I've kind of just retailored it into this idea that we are going to be creating or we need to create as voice actors, these go-to almost, I'm going to use pre-recorded, but right, these go-to pre-made archetypes that we can draw upon when it comes time to do an audition, when it comes time to do a performance, okay? And through these, this base, these bases of archetypes, these bases of pre-made deliveries, then within those, we can add, change, shift around some of our um, expressions, our deliveries, 
uh, through improvisation, right? But the key, right, to being more successful with auditioning, more successful with jobs is to build out these deliveries. I mean, think about it. If you think about anyone that you are familiar with as a voice actor, someone that you really like, you like their work, they have built archetypes that they use that everyone really loves. And they go to those no matter what. And we're all like, oh, they're just so good because they've built these things that they've just practiced over time over and over and over again. So for example, today I did a video on uh, nurturing right? The nurturing archetype. And some of the tactics or tools we talked about, about doing more nurturing, I showed a video of a woman who, or a voice actor who, you know, did a a spot for, uh, I think it was a Huggies commercial or Pampers. And, you know, it was just very nurturing, loving. And how she did that, right, was she got closer to the microphone. She got closer to the microphone like this, lowered the volume in her voice, made it a little bit more wispier, I like whisper, whisper more um, breathy. And it just felt like she cared, right? Like I'm doing right now. She lowered the um, amount of air and oh, I hit the microphone, <laughs> but lowered the amount of air she had. And then, um, you know, she, she smiled and that smile means everything. All right. I'm going to back up now. You get the idea, right? Like there's some things that you can build pre-made that we can practice that when someone says, or, or perfect example, you go and you audition and you look at a script and be like, okay, they say they want, you know, you to be nurturing. You make, okay, I have a nurturing archetype. I know to do X, Y, Z with my voice. All right. And then you can call upon that. And then they might say, well, there's a part in here where you want to be a little bit different. Well, then you can use that base and then improv the different emotional, you know, different emotions to bring about a truly unique performance, but from a base that you've already made, you've pre-made it. And you can do this for all kinds. I find that most people typically have one to three to start with. You know, everybody's got one. Because that's that's what we, you know, when you step up to a microphone, you have one. <laughs> whether, whether anyone wants to listen to it, right, that's what we're all trying to figure out. But we always typically have one. Now, the other things that, you know, but you, you so that's why I say you typically have one to three. Because you might be more aware of being like, oh, well, I need to be softer with this one. Or I need to be more authoritative with this one, right, more declarative. We can start to build these, though, from... So, so you might like logically say, well, okay, well, this is great. I love this. I'm all, I'm digging it. But where do I find these, right? How do I know what are different ones? Well, I think, so I mentioned nurturing. We all have heard of conversational. We know this type of conversational read is always asked, you know, asked about. We, we, we're always say, hey, we want you to be more conversational. There's authoritative. So there's these tones. So I like to start with tones. And there's like really like six main tones, like four to six. You know, we've we talked about we've got conversative, conversational, nurturing. We have authoritative, enticing. Um, you know, and there uh, th- those four right there are really good. And you can actually mix and match those. But there's tones. You can find a whole... You can find so much on the internet about different voiceover tones and things. I mean, most a lot of voiceover websites now too, casting websites and things, they actually have those tones listed all over the place, you know, funny, uh, sarcastic, sexy, all these kinds of different things. And basically, our job then is to take these tones, 
right? And then build out archetypes by adding specific delivery um, methods to them so that when we go to audition, when we go to do a job, we're ready. We're ready, whether it's live, whether it's this or that. And what you'll find, I think what you'll find is, is that one, you no longer have to worry about what am I going to do when you step up to a mic? I know if you guys are anything like, like me or like I was, I, I, I really did. A lot of times I wondered about, you know, what, what am I going to do? You know, how do I do this? Um, and for, (laughs) for about a year and a half, especially when I first started, I literally, every time I started to record something, I literally felt like I was going to, uh, like I was doing it a different way. I needed to, like, I would step in front of the microphone. I was like, okay, what, how am I going to do this today? What, what is it going to be like? And then I would just start and I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like, I was always, always searching for something, which again is a very, uh, live stage kind of approach to finding a character, right? But for us, we don't have time for that. And by the way, that's exhausting. We've got to record. We've got to audition. We've got to audition. We've got to audition. We've got to record. We've got to record. We've got to create samples and demos. we got we got to do so much. We need to be able to just get this stuff out. And the time to try out what I was what I was just doing there is not when we audition and not when we do... Um, our work. It's when we're in the practice phase, you know, like we're talking about right here, when we're trying things out, when we're searching and say, okay, I want to create a new delivery. Another another thing to to take note is, is that I'll never forget when I, uh, first couple of years, you know, I did the best I could. I got some work and, uh, but I wasn't getting a lot of work and I wanted more <laughs> like, like we all do. So what I did was, is I started to go to people, um, people's uh, demos. Uh, I started to go to their websites. I started to go to casting websites and just listening. Now, of course, for me, I, I was listening to men and I was trying to really specifically listen to the men who were being hired a lot and listening to their deliveries, their demos, their work, everything I could find. And what I found was, is that most of what they were being hired for, most of what men were being hired for, especially around my age, their, the way they were delivering voiceovers was not the way I was, right? I was delivering it very much like this. And, you know, come on now, stop on by, that kind of thing. Because, you know me, when I get excited, my voice goes up and pitch. So I had to, <laughs> I had to learn, right, how to really do you know, get my, get my voice more down like this so that I could deliver something different. And it, interestingly enough, I found that the more I do this, I feel like my voice is kind of leveled out. So like the more I do, the more people want my voice to where it is now. But the funny thing is, is I can't tell now years and years and years in the voiceover industry <clears throat> I've been, whether my voice is, you know, finally just at a point point that when I do voiceover work, it is what it is because of what I've created in the past. Like my, so my general conversational style read has become more natural to me, natural feeling as opposed to me creating a character. But you know, as a deep read, cause I, you know, I, I view all of these archetypes as characters. So you can call them characters. You can call them archetypes. Um, you can call them, you know, your, your pre-made reads, whatever you'd like to call them. You can call them anything you want. But this idea that you go into this with a plan, with an idea, is so helpful. And I struggled a lot with that. So when I so after those couple of years and when I finally 
figured out what these guys were doing. In my mind, I started to imitate them to the best of my ability and create my own version of it. And lo and behold, I started getting booked double, triple, quadruple, literally, I mean, it was massive, the difference. My business jumped from, you know, low five figures to over six figures because of this change. I made new demos. I did, I, I just changed everything and, and it just changed my life, completely changed my, my, my life forever from really diving into understanding that there are specific deliveries and there are deliveries that people want. So here's the idea too. I always say, I always use this analogy like playing sports. When you play sports, you have to learn the rules in order to break them. Okay. You've got to learn the rules and also, well, in, in sports too, right? You got to learn the rules, play by the rules, but within those rules, you can be creative. You can be your own, uh, you know, you can create your own world, but there's, there's rules there. And I think in voiceover, it's very similar. There's a lot of unspoken rules. And what I mean by that rules wise is, or I, I should say unspoken expectations, right? When someone hires you, they have, usually they have nine times, 99 out of a hundred times, right? They've got some sort of expectation in their mind, even if it's not completely clear to them on how to relay that to you. Typically they have expectations, especially in, in specific genres because they're used to that. That's what we, they hear. That's what we hear. So they're expecting something similar to that. So for us, I think it's so important to capitalize on that and know that we need to have deliveries that are going to match that. Right. And so, so this is, this is where uh, it's important to me that you just take a step back and look and say, hey, how many of these do I have readily available that if somebody asked me to do this script, you know, three, two different ways, three different ways, four different ways, I could do, you know, I could very convincingly read these differently with these, di you know, sharing a story differently. Because in the end, it's about subtext, right? It's about how you, it's not always about what you're saying. It's about how you're saying it. And that's what we're getting at the heart of this. So, you know, how many could you do? Could you do one? I mean, could you do two? Could you do three? Could you do five? I mean, it, you know, it gets increment. It gets a lot harder to go up. You might realize, well, maybe I only have one type of read. Maybe I have two reads. Maybe I do have three reads. You know, are you, you know, how, like, are you a one trick pony or do you have you know, are you like trifecta? Do you have, or do you have four? Do you have five? Are you able to share multiple messages with the same words? What's really cool is after a while, when you get good at this, you won't even need words. You can use blah, 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 blah. You can start to do all kinds of different, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like you could start to, you don't even need words. And that's where it gets interesting because... Remember, it's how you say something is just as important as what you are saying. And that's where these archetypes come in handy. All right, look, I hope that this has been cool, helpful to you, giving you some thought. Check this out. I'm going to be doing a lot more of this and, and teach, you know, and I teach and going to be teaching even more of this in um, the Elite Academy because I think it's funny even now more than ever, especially with AI, you guys, our performances, they matter more than anything. You know, uh, we need to be great actors and we need to be better actors than AI. Now we can be, right? Because remember, AI is just a regurgitation of what we've done. So we can be better. They are just competitors. 
And you know how you know they're competitors? Because they're charging too. <laughs> that's how they're, you know they're a competitor. So you just have to be better. I mean, that's all that it is. And, you know, this is one way your acting will always set you apart. No matter what, your acting will always set you apart. Okay? Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure, again, uh, if you can, leave a review for the podcast. You know, uh, again, you know me. Uh, I, I always say, I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more. But but this time, I'm going to keep it off. No. <laughs> this time, I'm gonna, I will try. So um, thank you guys again. Check out uh, the Academy, you know, if, you, if you'd like to get more of this training, too. And um, I appreciate it. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Talk to you all later. Peace.